Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Hello, friends, and thanks for downloading another weekly episode of the Money Girl podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance author, speaker, and spokesperson who's been writing and hosting this show since 2008. My most recent book is titled Debt-Free Blueprint, How to Get Out of Debt and Build a Financial Life You Love. It's available as a paperback or an ebook. And if you're getting used to the sound of my voice and want to hear me narrate it, of course, you can pick up the audiobook version. It's available at audible.com. I hope you will check it out. If you're ready for more knowledge, resources, and motivation to manage money the best way possible and create a richer life, you are definitely in the right place. One of the things going on right now that you've probably noticed is just a real embrace of entrepreneurship. I mean, like never before. And I think it's due to technology. There's probably never been a better time to become your own boss. If you've got an internet connection and a smartphone or a laptop, you can work from just about any location in the world. And while there's nothing wrong with holding down a day job that comes with a W-2 paycheck, having business income comes with a lot of upsides. But if you've been dreaming of quitting your day job to start a business, you might be wondering if taking such a big leap is really worth it. Well, in today's show, we're going to cover some smart incremental ways to become self-employed that are actually stable and they reduce your risk instead of just jumping feet first into the fire. You're going to learn how to face your career fears and prepare for the future by adding entrepreneurship to your resume. First, I love getting your questions and comments, so I want to respond to a post from Sadie, who's a member of my private Facebook group, Dominate Your Dollars. She says, Hi, Laura, longtime listener, first-time poster. I went to an MLM party last night, and the consultant mentioned how she's able to write off a portion of her new mortgage, utility bills, etc., on her taxes via the home office deduction that you mentioned in episode number 606. I am not affiliated with any MLM and tend to steer clear of them. You're always encouraging your listeners to pursue side hustles for supplemental income. I'm curious on your perspective and if you're for or against these pyramid schemes and any other perspectives you might have to offer. Thanks. Sadie, thank you for posting this in the group. First off, I don't think every MLM or multi-level marketing company is a pyramid scheme. There are many companies out there that use multi-level marketing 
as a business model. And the entire purpose of an MLM business is to move product. So the theory behind it is that the larger the network of distributors, the more product the business can sell. Besides earning money off your own sales, the whole idea behind the MLM uh, structure is that you're also going to earn a percentage of the income generated by the distributors who you bring into the business. These are known as your downline. Now, unfortunately, not every multi-level marketing opportunity is a legitimate business opportunity. The big difference between a legitimate MLM and a pyramid scheme is in the way the business operates. If the entire purpose of a company is simply to get your money and then use you to recruit other people who pay in more money, that is a pyramid scheme. So when you're looking at these opportunities, you wanna ask yourself a few different questions. Are you required to invest a large amount of money up front to become a distributor? That could be a red flag. So if you're asked to put up a little bit of your own money, that may be fine. But if you're being asked to, uh, let's say, buy a huge amount of inventory, I would say that probably is a sign that it is not a legitimate business. And if you do have to pay for some small amount of inventory, does the company buy back some portion of that from you if you can't sell it? Maybe 70 or 80% of what you paid might be a reasonable expectation. And, you know, thinking about what is the attention paid to the market? Is there a market for the business? Multi-level marketing is going to depend on a marketplace to buy the company's products. So if the company doesn't seem to have a marketplace or any demand, that could be a bad sign. And, you know, again, is there more emphasis on recruiting more people than on selling the product. Again, that's the difference. So ask yourself these questions, and if anything does not seem right to you, I would definitely say don't get involved. But it is not fair to say that every MLM is a pyramid scheme because that's just not the case. So you're gonna have to look at these opportunities on a case-by-case basis. So Sadie, I hope that helps. I know many of you who are looking at getting into your own business may be looking at an MLM. So, you know, that may help you understand if this is something worth your time and effort. Today's episode is number 609 called, Should You Keep or Quit Your Day Job to Start a Business? I'm going to break down five tips that I think are the best ways to manage a day job when you also want to become your own boss. And I'll talk a little bit about how I made that transition. So the first one is number one, define your vision for success. I think before you do anything, before you change your job or you make any transition from employee to self-employed, it's really important to take some time to define what you truly want to achieve in your career. I think sometimes our ideas of success come from other people and they can cause you to follow a career path that really never ends up being fulfilling. Maybe it's coming from your boss. Maybe you have a boss who thinks you should regularly be working really late at night in order to climb the corporate ladder. Or you have a parent who thinks that you need to go to grad school to be a professional, this or that. You might take a lucrative job that you don't like or go back to graduate school and study something that you don't like when what you really want is to start a family, to care for aging parents, spend time enjoying where you live, et cetera, et cetera. If those are the goals that you have and you're doing something different, you're never going to be happy. So 
If you don't pause periodically to reflect on what success really means to you, I think it becomes easier to fall into work based on other people's priorities. If your decisions are not intentionally leading you toward a life that excites you, you're likely to wander away from what you truly want. So never let external markers of success, such as a big paycheck or a fancy job title, become more important than your heartfelt calling and the goals for your life. But I will say getting in touch with these real desires and heartfelt feelings isn't always easy. And you might have to listen very carefully to your inner voice over a long period of time. One recommendation is to try incorporating some quiet time into your daily routine. Maybe it's when you first wake up or when you settle down to go to sleep. Think about what you're grateful for, but also think about what you'd like your life to be like. Consider your definition of success and any changes that you'd like to make in the near and the distant future. Ask yourself some basic questions to understand what your values are and to get a little bit more clarity on your unique vision for success. So ask yourself questions like, what type of work really makes me the happiest? Where do I want to live? What types of people do I want in my work life? What does a good life mean to me? This is not something you can do one time to kind of figure out the arc of your entire life and then never worry about it again. Careers change for the good and the bad. So when you find yourself getting restless or feeling like you want more, slow down and become more introspective. All right, the second way to manage a day job when you want to start your own business is create it. Create a profitable side gig. Even when you're very clear about what you want, one of the fastest ways to ruin your financial future is to take a flying leap from a steady paycheck. Jumping from a day job into something that's uncertain into a full-time venture on your own a little too early could mean a lot of trouble. So you could face some significant financial struggles, get into debt, it could hurt your relationships, etc. Many businesses take years of hard work before they're profitable enough to support you. So instead of willingly taking on the financial and the emotional costs of being your own boss, I would say try doing it on the side first. Hang on to your day job. That gives you the financial security to try out something new, to, you know, try out a new idea, especially if you've got a spouse or kids who are depending on your income. The best side gigs are those that combine work that you're truly excited about with something that you are uniquely positioned to provide. So something you're really good at that you've got a lot of experience doing Your customers will be willing to pay you well for those valuable skills and experience that you offer. I was a part-time entrepreneur for literally a decade before I said goodbye to an employer. I really enjoyed having a mix of both job stability and entrepreneurial upside. Plus, I found that expanding your career by adding self-employment to a W-2 job can make you surprisingly better at both of them. For me, slowly adding entrepreneurial experiences 
helped me gain a variety of skills that made me more valuable to employers. And that helped me enjoy my job a lot more and made me able to take some additional risks, both in my job and in my business, knowing that all my career eggs were not in one basket. So I could experiment with business formation ideas without much stress, knowing that they would complement my existing career. Even if it didn't work out, I was gaining skills and experience that would help me overall. The bottom line is that creating a business on the side definitely protects your income. It diversifies your network. It improves your skills instead of leaving you with less. So if you enjoy your entrepreneurial work and find that it pairs well with your day job, I would say keeping both has incredible benefits. That personal growth and all of those benefits are really going to pay off for you. The next tip, number three, is negotiate for job flexibility. Let's say you plan to start a business on the side, or maybe you already have. You know that you're going to be working more, perhaps a lot more. You might need to work early in the morning, late at night, or on weekends to fit it all in. I know I certainly did. That could stress your relationships or cause you to burn out if you don't take some precautions. So once you're confident about your business idea or you begin seeing some promising revenue, you may find that you need more flexibility in your schedule. Consider different ways that you can tailor your business for your day job or vice versa, tailor your day job for your business. After my podcasting and blogging started taking off in 2008, my employer began feeling the financial pinch of the Great Recession. Instead of allowing my position to just get eliminated and downsized, I proposed a solution to my boss that he really liked. My proposal was I would work four days a week for a few months and then go down to three days a week through the remainder of the year, and then we'd reevaluate and see where the company stood. So my employer would save money by paying me less, and in turn, I gained a whole lot of time for other projects that were really important to me. Now I could work on creating content, partnering with brands, writing my first book, etc. If I had not offered that solution to my company, they never would have known that I was willing to cut my day job hours. You may also be able to negotiate with your employer for more flexibility. You might ask to work fewer overall hours, or you might ask to maintain your hours but just work them in fewer days, or work from home for a day or two each week. If you're spending a lot of time each day getting ready, doing hair and makeup and commuting, Working remotely, working from home could save a lot more time than you think. Then you can invest that time into your business. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, 
you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. (laughs) That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. (laughs) I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. All right, we're back on our tips for managing your day job when you want to start a business. The fourth tip I have for you is find extra time in your day. Let's say you can't get more flexibility at work or you worry that even asking for it could put your job in jeopardy. There are other options. One is to structure some non-negotiable time for your business into your day. For instance, you could make a rule with yourself that you're always going to step away from your desk for a solid hour or even longer if possible during lunch to accomplish something meaningful for your business. You could find a nearby cafe or even book a conference room in your office that will allow you to work and eat some lunch undisturbed for a portion of your day. I did that for many years, and it's incredible how much you can accomplish in 45 minutes or an hour if you truly focus. If you can't find enough privacy, you might take calls or do some work from your car. There's always a place to get away and get some work done. If working on your business during midday is not possible with your day job, consider coming to the office an hour earlier or staying later. You could also work on your business from a nearby coffee shop before or after your day job. The idea is to create a routine that gives you time to really focus entirely on your venture and complete some essential tasks. Another option is to outsource a portion of your work to freelancers. If you can afford to delegate some of your business or even your W-2 tasks, that can help you balance your to-do list. And when your day job is so unpredictable that it prevents you from working on your side gig for long periods, consider getting a different job. If you're really committed to getting your business off the ground, but you still want to keep that steady W-2 income, you may need to find a position that will give you more flexibility so that you can do both more easily. All right, the last tip 
build financial security. You know that career changes can be challenging enough without added financial pressure. If you don't have any money in the bank, it's going to be challenging to be creative or to to just feel justified spending time on your business. I recommend that everyone have some amount of emergency savings. Ideally, you should accumulate at least three months worth of living expenses in the bank. Having a cash reserve becomes even more critical if you plan to become a full-time entrepreneur someday. You've got to consider the worst-case scenario. For instance, let's say you believe your side gig is profitable enough to quit your day job, but for whatever reason, the revenue dries up after you say goodbye to your employer. I can't overstate the importance of having enough financial runway to support you during the ups and downs of your business. So take the time, if you don't have any savings, just take advantage of your day job steady paycheck to build up those savings right now. You're going to feel incredibly empowered knowing that you will never be trapped in a job because you can't afford to leave it. Cut back on those nice-to-have purchases, maybe shopping, vacations, dining out, so that you can create financial security and increase your entrepreneurial options at the same time. No matter what type of business you're thinking about, whether you want to become a solopreneur like I am, or you want to have a small business with a handful of employees, or you want to found a world-changing company, you have a lot to offer. It's never too late to put your skills, ambition, wisdom, knowledge, and your relationships into an exciting new venture. All right, to repeat the five tips to manage your day job when you want to start a business, number one, define your vision for success. Number two, create a profitable side gig. Number three, negotiate for job flexibility. Number four, find extra time in your day. And number five, build financial security. Thanks for being with me on this episode. If you have a money question or an idea for a future show topic, you know that I would love to hear it. You can call our voicemail line at 302-364-0308 and leave your message. Or you can visit my contact page at lauradadams.com to email me. And if you'd like an invitation to my private Facebook group, which is called Dominate Your Dollars, you can just text me. You can either search on Facebook for it or text dollars, D-O-L-L-A-R-S, to the number 33444. Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we really want to ask you to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes available at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. If you're on a GLP-1, you're probably loving the results. You look good. But how do you feel? How about the stomach issues? Loss of muscle mass? Lacking energy? All of those side effects can take a toll. So now what? The answer is GNC. We have solutions that can help address those side effects and make sure you don't get knocked off your path. Because when it comes to living healthy, we're all about it. And that includes keeping you going on your GLP-1 journey. GNC. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. 
With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.